Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store. One quick thing before we get to all of our usual episode stuff, y'all. Are you losing your minds about the announcement we made on Monday that Carlos Whitaker and I get to head out on the road together to bring the Here For You tour to so many of your cities? Y'all, I know. I'm losing my mind. We are so excited. We are so excited. It is going to be such a fun, special night every time. The tickets are on pre-sale right now. So what that means is that tomorrow it goes live to the rest of the world. It goes live to the rest of the world. But today it is just available to people with the pre-sale codes. Your code as a That Sounds Fun listening friend is FUN, F-U-N. And y'all, the party tickets, that's what we're calling the VIP experience, they are going to go fast. So I want you guys, my actual friends, to have access to those first. Again, everything goes live to the rest of the world tomorrow. The churches get to tell everybody in their church that we're coming. All of our partners that are part of it will make announcements tomorrow. But today is the day that you get the tickets that you want before the whole entire public knows about this. So just go to hereforyoutour.com today. Use the code FUN so Carlos and I get to see you when we come close to you or wherever you want to take your next road trip. We're giving you six months to plan a very fun trip in June if you don't live near one of our tour stops. But trust me, you're going to want to come. It is going to be very fun. Again, it's the hereforyoutour.com and your code is FUN, F-U-N. And before we dive into today's conversation, I want to share about one of our amazing sponsors, BetterHelp. When you're at your best and you're in a good place, you can really make a positive impact in the world around you. But sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. A helpful way to get closer to that version of yourself that you want to show up as is working with a therapist. If you're new here, first of all, welcome. You may not know this about me, but soon you will know it well. My therapist has been a godsend in my life, and I'm so thankful for her helpful voice in my decision-making processes over the years. If you're thinking of giving a therapy a try, BetterHelp is a 
great option. It's convenient and flexible, affordable, and entirely online. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you're a person of faith and wondering how that might be factored into the matching process, that is part of the BetterHelp questionnaire. And they do have therapists whose modalities work well with those that are on a faith journey, not to mention who deal with a wide array of challenges that you might be facing, like anxiety, grief, relational dynamics, and so much more. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash that sounds fun. And today on the show, I get to talk with some new friends, Holly and Glenn Packiam. Glenn is the lead pastor of Rock Harbor in Costa Mesa, California, and he's the senior fellow at Barna Group and an adjunct professor at Denver Seminary. For over 20 years, he served in pastoral ministry at New Life Church in Colorado Springs, where Holly also served as a pastor of parenting ministries and women's pastoral care. Together, they've written an incredible new book called The Intentional Year. It's an invitation to stop right now, right where you are, and choose to live on purpose. Here at the beginning of the year, we thought it would be a meaningful and important time to talk about celebrating the good from our last season, getting in touch with what God's calling us to right now, and practicing rhythms of prayer and rest and renewal and relationships and work. I think you're going to love them and really benefit from their wisdom and experience. And you may know Glenn's previous work. He's the guy who wrote The Resilient Pastor, which I know all my pastor friends have read. So that is who we get to chat with today. So here's my conversation with my new friends, Holly and Glenn Packiam. Okay, 2023, Glenn and Holly, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Annie. I'm so glad you are here. So good to be here. Thank you for joining us. Okay, we're new friends, but we share all the friends. Yes. We do. So my <laughs> question for you is I need to do some basic questions just because if we were getting, if we'd had time to get lunch before this, here's what I'd have said. Is this your first book? Together. Yeah. First book My together. My first book. Yeah. Okay. Number eight for me. Yes. But our first you, together. Glenn, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've been doing this for some time. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yes, but first time you're co-writing. First time we're yes. co-writing. Okay, yeah. so tell me the difference of oh. writing by yourself versus writing with your wife. It's, tell them. <laughs> it's so much better. Right. You know, right. Like, it's right where the people are. Yeah. Now, what Holly does such a great job of is writing with Holly has made it like it's it's a more pastoral, more conversational yeah. tone. Yeah. It's where people are actually living. I can get stuck in the world of ideas or yes. concepts. And Holly's always like, let's tell more stories. Let's yeah. help people imagine what this looks like in their life. So it's great. And Glenn's a great editor. Yeah, so I, I can give him my stuff it's and a nice can edit. Say that. Yes. <laughs> He's a good editor. Yes. Okay, so the other book that our friends listening are like, Annie, I can't believe you haven't read this book by Glenn. What's the what are the ones that they're like, Annie? Well, the Resilient Pastor is one that came oh out gosh, in February yes, of, of twenty twenty. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Duh. You just didn't invent it cross point. I did something. Yes, yes, yes that's with right. With Adam yes. Bazard, yes, who's yes. unbelievable, uh, amazing. He's amazing. the best. We did like an eight-city thing with yes. Barna, and, yes. and yeah, it was great. Resilient pastor. I knew it. See, everyone was like, Annie, you're the dumbest. No, no. no. I'm so tempted to restart, and I'm not going no, to, so that no. people know <laughs> I hadn't put that together in my head, but now you've put it together for me. Thank you there for telling is. the truth and not no. going like, none of them. Thank you for being like, Annie, everyone read Resilient no. Pastor. No. I wish they did. I wish they did. Glenn, a lot of them did. Okay. okay. A lot of my pastor friends read it. Well, so you wrote Resilient Pastor while you were still pastoring in Colorado. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And during the pandemic. So so that book began. So 
February, right before the pandemic, David Kinnaman from Barna yeah. came to me and goes, hey, let's partner together. Let's write yeah. something for the challenges in a changing world. How great is David? And I, yeah, and naively I was like, that sounds awesome, David. Yeah. Let's do it. And then, Did you say that boom, sounds fun? I should have said, said that sounds fun. That sounds fun. And anyway, so we outlined this whole thing and then pandemic breaks out, you know, and we thought, you know what, this is a more urgent sort of thing. So, but we did all of the research for it fall of 2020, early 2021, you know, and it ended up, it has ended up being such a critical message for for pastors. It's been really interesting. I'm sure you've noticed this as having a book out with this title. If there is a theme right now that the Holy Spirit is saying to us, it is resilience. And, And I sometimes worry that readers think, why is everybody writing the same thing? But authors know, no, I wrote on this for two years and I I was working in my house by myself, writing the book God had given me. And then suddenly here come all the resilience books. Here come all the strength books or all the prayer books or it's wild. Okay. So bizarre, crazy little side story about when I was writing this, I had vocal cord surgery. Like I, I had lost, you know, lost my voice, had surgery, couldn't was not allowed to preach for three months. Wow! And I was in my basement, literally, like yes. just like praying and yes. reading and writing, and you know. So anyway, yeah. Holly, what have you experienced when it comes to prayer, as far as watching your husband go? Uh, I, have y'all watched The Chosen? By the way, season the first one, season one. Yeah, yeah. We're behind. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, catch up because season three is here. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we've got to catch up. Um, but it is in season one where Jesus goes and talks to Peter's wife. Mm. And he says, this calling is not just his, it's yours too. Mm -hmm. So even before the intentional year, how did you experience being part of the Resilient Pastor season? Yeah, I mean, so I'm in ministry as well and doing pastoral work. And so I think just coming alongside Glenn in just times where difficult, you know, it's difficult ministry and, you know, we kind of experience the same things together of just different parts of you know, things that go on in the church of yeah. people having a hard time or complaining sometimes yeah. or, yeah. you know, right. just, and so I think really just praying about that together, staying connected mm-hmm. yeah. every day. Um, I meet with a lot of people as well. And so I'm just trying to come along them in their journey. And yeah. um, I love doing that. Being a safe space yeah. for each other. I mean, you're, yeah. you're really great at that. We, we can pray together, pray for each other. Yeah. I'm thinking about your new book, The Intentional Year. And my question is, either of y'all or both of you can answer, are, did you call it that because we're not being intentional? Are there people who are not being intentional? Or did you call it that because we're not doing intentionality correctly? <laughs> you first. I think for, for me, like I'm naturally probably not an intentional person, honestly. Uh, okay. um, so, that's really good for me to hear because that's not something I recognize right. as like a – there are people who are living more freely yeah. from intentionality. Yeah. Right. Like, so I think that like my natural personality yeah. would be to be a little more go with the flow and what comes up and I get distracted and see the flowers and want to go yeah. over there and do that. And so I think at the time when we started really feeling like we need to have something more than just being reactive, but you know, I would respond and react, which we, yeah. we can sometimes think like as a good Christian, that's what we do, right? You know, like we want to respond to people and come to their aid and come to their side and those are all good things. And sometimes God calls us to do that. But yeah. if that's all we're doing is 
reacting or Mm -hmm. responding, maybe is a better word, then sometimes we're not really sure what God is actually calling us to do. Yeah, wow. Well, and I think think there is this sort of autopilot mode that we get Mm -hmm. into with life. We just sort of get on the Mm -hmm. conveyor belt. You get on the moving walkway, so to speak, and it just keeps, you know, time just keeps on moving. And and it was about 12 years ago or so that a couple of older uh, people in our life, mentors, said, you guys should go away on like an annual retreat. And at first we're like, well, yeah, we do that, a little vacation or a little, you know, away from the kids, whatever. And then we started to realize, actually, we need to put some pieces uh, into that retreat. And so that kind of became like this keystone habit that changed everything because then we started to I've done it for 12 years. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And you, Holly, you, you're the one who started with like putting some structure in it. Like, let's start with like a review and then let's yeah. start, then let's move to like, listen for a word for the year and then let's take an inventory, you know? So it started to kind of yeah. develop and it, and it began to change everything because you can have good intentions, yeah. but intentionality is actually when it turns into a plan. Wow. Right. Yeah. Because I, when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know that anybody gets to January and goes, you know what? This year, I'm just not going to try. <laughs> right, right. Right. Like right, I think, right. in fact, probably what's happening is people get to January and go, I've been meaning to try. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. Or I've been trying to try yes. and I don't succeed. Yeah. And so there's got to be something. But then you're teaching me, Holly, that there are people who literally get to January and go, let's just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Just, yeah. Let's just respond or let, you yeah. know, they just don't think about being intentional. Yeah. That's really or, interesting or, to me. Or it's sort of like goal oriented, you know, like I'm going to have, this is my goal for the yeah, new year. Yeah. And, and the trouble with goals is once you achieve it, it's over or it yeah. becomes so big that you're like, well, I'm not going to make it this year. So right, it's over. You know, right. Like read the Bible in one year. It's a good goal. But if you fall behind, my goodness, it's hard right, to catch up. Right. right. But what we're trying to do here is to help people think in terms of rhythms. So they're just built into your calendar and they're not goal oriented. So yeah. reading 30 minutes a day is different than saying reading a book a week. Yes, you know. Yeah. Yes. So yes. anyway, yeah. It's one of the reasons we're reading the Gospels every month next year as a podcast. Because awesome. it's like, awesome. if you missed it in January, guess what? Yeah. We're starting Start over, over in February. <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> my hope is that we bridge people to yeah. listen or read the whole Bible. Right. But for this year, can you do 30 days? It's great. And then yeah. can you do 30 days again? Yes. Right? Because I, I think some of the goals we believe as believers is if I don't eat the whole sandwich, yeah. then I failed. Right. When maybe the, the call is just start with the crust yeah, yeah. and right. work your way in, right? <laughs> right. Right. So when it comes to building this intentional year and, and what y'all have outlined in the book is so smart. I'm going to read the subtitle, Simple Rhythms for Finding Freedom, Peace, and Purpose. Well done. That will be on every <laughs> shelf goes, I want that. <laughs> that sounds right. I mean, so does it always look like a retreat? No, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. I mean, for us, it is. Well, and I was going to say to what you were saying, Annie, that I think we, someone could read this and mm-hmm. maybe feel like, oh, this is so works oriented. Am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to do this retreat, and then I have all these practices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think our hope for right. it really is, even if there's one or two things yes. that yeah. you know you you can add to what you're already doing. Yep. Or some people might read it and go, actually, I need to create, maybe there's some things I need to take out of my life to yeah. create space yeah. the, the, for, what, a, for a new rhythm. What we've done is put these things in a sequence. So yeah. you could you could say, I'm going to take the next few Saturdays, for example, and yeah. I'm going to take two hours and do this first part. Yeah. Then I'm going to do that. You know, so, so there is a particular sequence of practices that help you, yeah. um, but they don't have to be all done in one retreat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they can be. Now, sure. If why not? Want I mean, why to, not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, get wild. Get yeah. some friends. Friends, go yeah. away. Yeah. I mean, what we know of our friends listening is half of them aren't married yet. Yeah. So yeah. what does it look yeah. like to build an intentional year if you are, so they're not married yet or they're not married now. Sure. Right. So they're single parents. Yeah. They are single again. Mm-hmm. They are, 
widowed and their kids are out of the house. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's not a world where me and someone this month are going on a retreat together. And so what does it look like to build an intentional year when, when you predict your year and look at your year, it looks like you're building alone. Yeah. Well, I like I can think of a good friend of mine who every year she has a friend and they actually do plan to go on a spiritual retreat together yeah. like twice a year and they have certain rhythms that they do. But I think it could be done with, you know, roommates or mm-hmm. someone in the family yep. or a friend. And yeah, like Glenn said, it could be going away to do yeah. this and pro- someone you trust that you yeah. feel like is a safe person that you could process and pray together. Yeah. And of course you can do it alone. But I, yeah. I, I think the added benefit of a community mm-hmm. doing it is there's almost like a communal accountability, not in, right. a, not in a heavy-handed way, but like, right. you know what? It's like companions on the journey, yes. like, like hiking on, on, a, on a long yeah. sort of hike together. And so there's actually a chapter in the book all about relationships. Yes. And so yes. Right before the work, which right, I'm like, yes, right, right, relationships right. before work. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so our, our hope is that people would find all kinds of creative ways yeah. to do it. You know, yeah. again, several weekends in a row, alone, with a group of friends or roommates. But it, it's also... So, I mean, sometimes people will say, well, we have friends, but we don't know how to take our friendship to the next level. Yeah. Well, what if yeah. this becomes yeah. an annual sort of r- rhythm? And then you have, you can check, you can, you know what to ask each other when yeah. you catch up, yeah. you know, like, hey, how's that going? And yeah. how's this going? Yeah. Glenn, the resilient pastor is out here and he's read your book and he's still pastoring. <laughs> or she's read your book and she's still pastoring. Yeah, yeah. And now the thought is, I'm I am just hanging on. Yeah. Like right. I've just gotten above yeah. the yeah. tank being empty. I'm certainly not quite ready. (laughs) Like, I'm certainly not quite ready to, like, dream about how me and the gym are going to get along in 2023, (laughs) right? Because I've just stopped suffering at church. So what does it look like? Put together these two things for us. Thank you for connecting those dots, seriously, because one of the bits of data from Barna is – um, a leading cause of burnout is the loneliness and isolation that pastors feel. So yeah. it's, it's something like 60% of pastors reported feeling lonely, wow. like sometimes or frequently. And that's a pretty high number. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think for us, you know, both of us having been in ministry for over 20 years, one of the challenges we recognize is you're using that relational muscle all the time. Yeah. But the, the people that you're in relationship with, those relationships are asymmetrical. So, yeah. so you're kind of their leader. And they're non-reciprocal. So you're the person they call, but they may not be the person you would call, right? Yeah. And and I, Holly and I were at a retreat or at a conference maybe seven years ago or so. Do you remember this? And we were doing this worksheet. I love you about, said, do you remember this? Uh, and yeah, like, that's all I like, told you. Yeah. Remember we were at a conference a few years ago? Remember yes. this? I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> and actually you nodded. So yeah. you're yeah. like, well, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> she did because she's the hero of this story. Like we were writing out like, you know, who are the close relationships in your life? And Holly had this whole list of this is when I see these people and this is when I talk. And I sat there kind of frozen like I don't I don't make time for my friends like what am I in high school like we hanging yeah. out with friends at the mall or you know and I and I realized that that was a, a big problem so to tie that back wow. together for for pastors or for people in ministry this isn't just one more thing this is our lifeline like God yes. meets us yes. through others through yes. different kinds of relationships yes and so I I would say part of intentionality really for pastors is start there start with saying where is your regular time with your foxhole sort of friends yes you know? yes yeah. And who are they? And who are they? Who are they? You got to make sure you have. I've watched a couple of pastors do this really well. And I've sadly watched a couple of pastors really suffer alone. And I'm like, who are you calling? Like, I remember going into a meeting with a pastor friend of mine, going into a lunch. And it was him and his wife and I. And I was like, who are you calling? 
That's Who right. are you calling? Yes. Does anybody else know this? Yes. Because someone needs to know this part, you know? Right. So there's a fun, sorry, there's a fun little Lord of the Rings kind of thing that, that I do in The Resilient Pastor. Oh, boy. Are you ready for this? I'm super uh, okay. ready. Are you watching the I, new series? I haven't yet because it's, it's long, you yeah. know, and I don't have 90 minutes. <laughs> You're like, that's not in my intention this <laughs> year. Call me in 24. I mean, it's hard out that space yet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. But, but here's, you know, five sort of kinds of relationships to think about. One is the Gandalf. Who's that sage that you, oh, you know, wow. they're not going to travel with you every step of the way, but yeah. you can call them in key moments. Yeah. Like when we made this big move, to, you know, we had yes. sages that we called. I mean, because y'all were in Colorado for yeah. 22 20 years. years. Yes. Wow. So The you, weather's better. You could have called me. Uh, in California. Like, the weather, <laughs> where you're going. There you go. You can now be one of our yes, Gandalfs yes, in our own yes. place. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm just the weather Gandalf. That's all. I'll just check the weather for where you're going so, next. So you need a sage. You need someone who can tell you no. That's like an Aragorn. Like it's someone yeah. who, who bears the weight of authority in your life. I'm constantly tempted to live beyond limits. I need people who can say, you shouldn't say yes to yes. that. And then you, you need peers, like the dwarves and the elves, people who are in the same um, war, but they're not in the same front of the battle. Wow. So this is like other pastors, other people, yes. you know, right? Then I'm actually going on a retreat this weekend, and there's seven of us. There you go. And we all are co-workers. We're in this space, yes. but we all do very different things. Some are wow. L.A., some yes. are New York, mm-hmm. some yes. are Texas. That we're we're all very different. We write different books if we write books, but we're elves and dwarves. You're, you're, you're right, exactly. Yeah. And then the other one is you you need a you need a friend like a Samwise, you know, who yeah. can say I can't carry the ring, Mr. Frodo, but I can carry you. you yes. Know, you need that. Yes. And then finally, you need a healer, like a counselor, a therapist, spiritual director, someone who can. You know, drain the poison like like yeah, Arwen does for yeah. for Frodo. So, wow. anyway, yeah. that's very <laughs> good. <laughs> Get resilient, pastor today, everybody. <laughs> I love it. That's so good, Hollywood. I mean, I'm listening to him say all yeah. this and wondering: for women, is it different? For what part? The for five. Those five those roles. Mm, I don't think so. I think it's the same. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think I still need those same kind of, you know, wise people to, to look to, and I need the people who are doing, you know, in the thick of it with me yeah. and who, the healer. Where and, does yeah. a husband, where does a partner fit in that list? Oh, that is a good question. Thank you. My dad, my dad loves when people say that. He always texts me. <laughs> I mean, I think of it. I guess I think of Glenn and I as really being in it together. Mm-hmm. Like, just we're in. This is a partnership. We, you know, try to stay connected every day with Frodo and Sam alternating. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Both of you are the Frodo, and both of you are the Sam. It would seem. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Hey, friend, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our amazing partners, Thrive Market. Okay, let's talk about food for a second. If you had to guess how I would rank these three things, grocery shopping, cooking, and eating, what do you think the order would be? You're right. You're right. First is eating. Second is eating. Third, eating. Listen, you know I don't love to cook my own things, but... Also, I do sometimes, so I'm just kidding. But I for sure do not particularly enjoy going to the grocery store that much and definitely not at the crazy prices we're dealing with right now. Thrive Market to the rescue. Thrive Market is my go-to for all my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting it all quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. The Thrive brand pantry staples like almond flour and canned tomatoes and spices are, well, staples for me. And I always have the kettle and fire bone broth on my list during chilly months so I can toss a 
soup together anytime I need to. As a Thrive Market member, I can save money on every single order. On average, I save over 30% each time. Literally, y'all, on my last order, I spent about $107 and I saved $30. And before that, I saved $45.77 on a $135 order. On top of the massive savings on each order, Thrive Market has a deals page that changes daily and gives me cash back on so many brands. And they have a price match guarantee. Not only does Thrive Market save me money and save me drive time and waiting in the line time, they also save me shopping time. I love the filters on their website and app. They have over 70. Whether you're looking for certified gluten-free snacks or non-toxic cleaning essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with the click of a button. Sometimes I like to say that I'm gluten reduced. And so that gluten-free filter really helps me find great items so fast. No aisle wandering involved. And often what I'll do while I'm like watching TV, I've got my Thrive Market open and I'm looking at their best sellers, seeing what everybody else is buying. And I usually end up getting a lot of that to try. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need through Thrive's one-for-one membership matching program. So when you join, they give, which is awesome. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. So go to thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash that sounds fun. Thrivemarket.com slash that sounds fun. And I want to tell you about another one of our incredible partners, Raycon. The new year is here, and whether you're making big changes or just settling back into a consistent routine, chances are you could use some audio accompaniment on your journey. I know that's true for me. It is crucial. I love listening to audiobooks for the book club I'm in. I want to work on a puzzle and listen to my audiobooks. And I know a bunch of you need a quality way to listen to the Let's Read the Gospels each day. And, you know, that sounds fun. The fact is, a good pair of wireless earbuds is indispensable in 2023. For premium audio at the perfect price point, you've got to go with Raycon, you guys. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. It is shocking. Honestly, it is shocking. And Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. 32 hours. Y'all, I feel like I go weeks before I need to charge mine again, which sometimes makes it hard for me to even remember where my charger is because they work for so long. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews, you guys. You can easily adjust the volume, answer a call, or pause when you're listening with the different earbud tap functions. The everyday earbuds provide amazing noise isolation, but you can also set them to awareness mode if you're out walking or hiking and you need to be aware of your surroundings, which you need to be aware of your surroundings. Or if you need to be able to hear the baby monitor, which you need to be able to hear the baby monitor while you're getting stuff done during nap time. Like I said, my Raycons are perfect for listening to audiobooks or for listening to a podcast or a playlist when I'm out at Radnor Lake. I usually listen with the pure sound setting because the audio is so clear, I don't miss a word. Go to buyraycon.com slash that sounds fun today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash that sounds fun to score 15% off. B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash that sounds Sounds fun. And remember all the links to our sponsors, to our newsletter, the AFD Week in Review, our book of the month. Do you even know what the book of the month is? You got to go check it out. The transcript of the show, the link to the tour and more are available in our show notes. So be sure you check those out. Just trying to make things a little easier for you where we can here in 2023. So let's jump back into our conversation with Glenn and Holly. Who's the first person who said California? Me? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
Did the church call you? They did. Mm -hmm. They did. A, a friend of ours reached out probably 18 months ago or 18 months prior to the move. Yeah. And at that point, we were like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. And then a few months later, we were like, mm, maybe. And yeah. then. Because at first, we just couldn't imagine ourselves not being in our stable, yes. secure place mm. that we've always been. Yes. And be feeling known and connected and all of that. Yeah, because yeah. when I'm thinking about being intentional. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just yeah. am thinking. So anybody who's in Southern California, Rock Harbor mm -hmm. in Costa Mesa, great church. Now you know the pastors because you're listening to them. <laughs> but, um, so y'all go there. But I'm wondering when you when people, someone reading this is going to make the California move this year. Right. Mm. Who doesn't even yeah. know that mm. someone's going to say California in their yeah. house. Mm. Right. Mm. I mean, I, I I didn't think about moving to Nashville until October of the year before mm. I moved here. Yeah. So my whole life shifted in one conversation. Wow. Well, think about our retreat and how that played a role for you, even in this discerning the move. You know, the the, the word that you heard for the year. I mean, all of that. I mean, we've been kind of we've been the idea had been proposed to us yes. when we went on our retreat. But I did have this sense of like, I think we're supposed to go. But everything in me was like, I felt no, like my you. insides were <laughs> clinging to what I knew. Yeah. And I thought only the Lord can really open my heart. Yeah. Because on my own, I don't. I don't want to change. Yes. yes. And, and that's yeah. the beauty, I think, of creating space. Like if you don't have something built into your life where you say, stop this train, please. I need to get off and I need to think and I need to listen. Wow. And, and for both of us, it was like the Lord was saying, put everything on the table. But if we were just going through our normal life, we would have been like, la, 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 yes. la, yeah. 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 yes. But we had the we had the carved out space to say, okay, God, we'll put everything on. What are yes. you asking of yes. us? Yes, you know? like Lord, open my heart to this if you really want me to. And yes. I honestly think I wasn't expecting it. I really yes. was yes. surprised in a way that yeah. I that I felt open to change to such a significant change. To carry the train analogy too far, if the train doesn't stop and you don't get off and assess, you can't get on another train. That's right. And so you just keep riding the same That's one. Right. I had a coach tell me yeah. today. She said, the pain of staying the same is a low hum of pain for the rest of your life. Wow. But the pain of change yep. is a sharp pain that happens quickly. Wow. And wow. I was wow. like, because uh, I was saying to her, I am in pain. Yeah. <laughs> and she was yes. like, right, because you're changing. Yes. But can you imagine if I just stayed in Atlanta or if y'all just stayed in Colorado, right. this low hum yes. of it would have been there. Absolutely. Disobedience? Is that too much to no, say? No, no, I don't think it is. Although, okay, for some of your listeners, it may not be that staying the same is disobedient, but I think there's these missed windows or missed opportunities. Uh, like, for, a, like an invitation. That's right. Yes, you're, missing, for yes, you. yeah. you're just missing out. Yeah. It had been disobedience for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can say. I can yeah. say. There are probably, but that's, I mean, of 42 years of living, there's yes. one of those. Yes. yes. That's not yeah. every decision. Right. There's no. been invitations. Yeah, right. Everything that's else right. is sure. invitations, but... Every now and again, yeah. meaning once every 42 for Every me, couple decades or whatever. One out of 42, yeah. 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 there's an obedience that changes mm. everything. Are you, have you talked much or are you familiar with the prayer of examine, Annie? Yes. You okay. know from, um, you know who taught me is Aaron Nequist. Oh, Aaron oh. is a dear yes, friend. Yes. Dear yeah. friend, yeah. Uh, so Holly was the first one to kind of, uh, between us uh, on our retreats to sort of apply the prayer of examine to the previous year. You should talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Most often people are used to thinking of it as a daily thing or yes, a weekly thing yes. to look back. But I thought, what if we take this and think about the year? I mean, wow. it, would seem, it seems like kind of a big task. But yeah. just even sometimes just looking at my calendar would help me remember significant things or times of people or different events that we had. And just going back and say, Lord, what is it that you have to help me remember, you know, from yeah, these different things wow, throughout the year? Wow. And so I think for me... 
sometimes it, and like I want to really sense the Lord, you know, in every day in the yeah. moment. Sometimes it's hard to do that. And so looking back you for me, I yeah, yeah, I, right. could, I could sense maybe what the Lord was showing me when I look back. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, and even in the move, like that's how we began to see the themes of like, so so there's many versions of the examine, right? For us, the sort of loosely speaking, the five kind of moves are you rest in God's presence. Yeah. You begin to review. Yeah. And like Holly said, calendars can help with that. Then you rejoice. Like, here's God's gifts. Then you repent. And then you yeah. request grace. And and wow. And there was, I think when I started to review, I was like, yeah, there's a. I am dying a slow death here, but I don't want to yeah. admit this. And yeah. it's not. There was nothing wrong about our situation. Yeah. It was just that I wasn't saying yes to. The, there's a step of faith sometimes that yeah. opens you up. Yeah, makes you live on the edge of like dependence on God. Right, that you can't get to yeah. unless you give that kind of scary yes. Right, you know. Yeah. So. I mean, repentance. Can we talk about repentance for a minute? Because I don't know that anybody wants to be sitting here at this point in the year and going like, you want me to look back and repent? Like, like (laughs) we just want to look back and go, that was sad. That was happy. That was good. That was bad. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I did that. I wish I had done that. The money could have been this. Instead, it was this. The relationships were this. Why does it matter to look back and repent? I, I think it for me, I'll just say for me personally, I, I can't move on to this whole, the next step, which is receiving a word for the year until I think about the places where I failed to give wow. and receive love. Wow. And, 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 and often for me, the most convicting moments are with, with Holly or with the kids. How many do y'all have? Two? Four. 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 <laughs> How old are they? 17, 15, 12, and 10. Did they all move with you? Um, our oldest went to college early wow. so that she didn't have to transition okay. twice okay. back to back years. Okay. Yep. Wow. House full of teenagers yes. and preteens. Yeah. Yes. Girls, boys, what's the stuff? Um, girl, girl, boy, girl. Yeah. Sophia, Nora, Jonas, Jane. Yeah. So I, May I the think, Lord be with you. <laughs> hallelujah. And also with you. Yeah. But those are the moments for me when I feel like, oh, I realize. I have not been as attentive, mm. you know, uh, as I want to be. I've not been as present as I want to be. So then I'm ready to say, okay, God, as, if I repent, as I repent of that, what I'm asking you for is grace to be different. And then maybe my word for the year, you know, because if you don't repent, I, th- I think the tendency is our word for the year is always going to be like more blessing or more yeah. success. <laughs> like yeah. I hear the Lord saying, you know, right. and it's like, yeah, maybe he's not saying that, right. you know. So, so repentance is a necessary unburdening of ourselves, yeah. unclenching our fists so that we can then say, okay, I'm ready to receive from you now. Yeah. I did talk through this process with a friend and one of the things she did have a hard time with, with was that section and just saying she would feel so much condemnation yeah. um, in the process. And so we talked about, okay, what is like our inner critic? Mm. You know, is this really, is it you being hard on yourself and wow. you giving yourself these expectations and asking these things yeah. of yourself or is it that you really sense the Lord mm. saying this to you? Wow. So trying to prayerfully discern that. Yeah. The other problem is if you accidentally don't repent and then the Lord gives you a word of humility, you're like, oh, I got to deal with the whole year. You're going to make me for this whole year. 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 So trust us. You want to clear it up before you ask the Lord for the word of the year. He cares more about our character than our calendar or our career or anything else. So he will will get you right. Amen. I think so often in scripture where he says, humble yourself Mm -hmm. in the sight of the Lord. Because that's that's our first option. Yes. 
Yes. He right. won't stop there, yes. but that's our first option. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, let me take that train every time if I can. Well, and not, I mean, I don't, this is, I don't want this to sound like it's not meant to be a threatening sort of thing, but it's similar with our pace, right? Like if we don't choose to stop, mm. oftentimes our body will find a way to tell us, hey, yes. Time, yes. time to stop, yeah. time to slow down, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. I, this, I don't know that y'all know this story, but this summer my sister and her husband had a baby that died a couple of months oh, after he was born. I'm so, so sorry. sorry. Thank you. Um, oh, so me too. He was very cute oh. and wonderful, great part of our family. And my meniscus disc and my left knee tore the week before he died. Mm. And I was like, but I was going to go fast, right? Mm. I was going to go fast for all of this. Mm. And I didn't get to go fast in any of it. Mm. And so it, it, I, I crossed that of, wow. of oh, yeah, I, I didn't choose to slow down. Yeah. But the Lord knew I actually couldn't sustain what was happening in my life if I didn't, right? And so there was an intentionality to the Lord's work in my life that I would have never chosen. But who would I have been at this point if I had just kept going at my my normal speed is very high. And so as y'all saw when I blazed into the room at 900 miles an hour, my normal speed is very high. And so to... uh, only the Lord slows me down yeah. until I get as wise as you are and no, choose no. it. Oh. No, no. We have been on the other side of that, too. I think, know. yeah, very often I hit my limits. And it's usually yeah. for me with my body and yeah. I'll get sick mm-hmm. or I'll, my stomach. Is, I'll have yeah. had a lot of health things. Yeah. And so it's like the Lord is getting my attention through yes. my body saying you have to yeah. stop. Does intentionality mean slow? Uh, not necessarily. But I think, uh, again, I think there's this keystone habit where you have to stop the spin cycle for a second ah. to, in order to be intentional. Yeah, yeah I think of that, that. What's that John Lennon lyric in Beautiful Boy? Life is what happens while you're busy making other plans. <laughs> right, you right, know? right. And, and so it's all those other plans that just kind of take on a life of their own. And then it becomes, oh, that's my life now. Yeah. Right. And you know how, like, like people will say with money, where your checkbook is, that actually reveals what your values actually yes. are. It's the same thing with your calendar. Your calendar reveals what you actually are prioritizing and yeah. valuing. So, so no, you, you don't have to slow down. Um, intentionally doesn't mean slow, but you do have to slow down to be intentional. Yeah, yeah. that's And I really think it's knowing, you know, yourself, and I'm thinking about, like, Enneagram. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, oh, and do just, y'all have a number you identify <laughs> with? Yeah. I've listened to all your Ennea summary. <laughs> so it's really good. <laughs> what excited. number do you identify with? I identify with, with nine. A nine. That's very sweet. Three. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so why I brought that up? Such a healthy one. Such a healthy well, one in my experience well, of you. Well. well, and just our capacities are very different. Yeah. And yes. what the spaces that we need are different. So I think intentionality for our different personalities looks yeah. so different. And yeah. how much space do you yes. need? And how fast can you run? And I yes. tried for years to keep up with him yeah. and his pace yeah. and his capacity. Yeah. And always feeling like I was failing and not doing enough. But that's just, yes. I can't run at that speed. Yeah. And I need a little more space. Yes. So. One of the questions that um, we've learned to ask is before even starting any of this, you know, is to say, what is what season am I in? You yeah, know? interesting. And, and, and Lord, like, what is this season actually for? So funny story, when I was oh, not, wow. I, I grew up in Malaysia. It's where I'm originally from. And when I was in my freshman year of college, I'd moved to the States. You know, my parents are back in Malaysia. We had this uh, this offer or this opportunity to, to drop out for a semester or for a year and join this band and play youth events and, you know, arenas or whatever. <gasps> Did this you is do? A, oh, well, so I'm about to tell you the story. <laughs> so I call, I call my dad. And this is back when, like, a you know, international phone call was like three bucks a minute yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's right. right? Like, I got a quick question. <laughs> so I'm like, 
like, Dad, this guy. And it's like that scene and that thing you do. Dad, this guy in a really yeah, nice yeah, camper. Yeah. What's this? <laughs> you know? Great movie reference. Great movie. Great movie. <laughs> Delta so, just added it to their <laughs> oh, what's awesome. on right now. I watched great. it. It's great. So I'm like, oh, only catches. I got to take a year off of school. Long pause on the other end. And my dad goes, Glenn. What is this season for? You know, wow. and and I was like, what, what do you mean? What is this season for? I'm like, this is my dream, you know. And he said, I think this is a season for you to like prepare yourself and devote yeah. yourself to your stuff. So I, I mean, by God's grace, later in life I would be part of a band and do the traveling thing and all that sort of stuff. But in that, did season, I see you in concert? You, probably not. There was a desperation <laughs> band. We did worship stuff back in the early two oh, thousands. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were some songs that traveled yes, more than we did, yes. so that was that was good. Um, but and the the point really is, it looks different for every person, yes, but it also looks different for every season. Yeah, right. that's good. Hey, friends, just taking a quick break from this conversation to tell you about one of our amazing partners, Chime. Are you one of my friends who checks the bank website multiple times a day and are thinking about your credit score on the regular? Well, that is very impressive. I want to be more like you this year. But at Chime, they'll free up some of that mental space for you because they're always keeping your credit score at the top of their mind. With their secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime reports your payments to credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. So get started at chime.com slash that sounds fun. That's chime.com slash that sounds fun. And the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secure Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact on score may vary and some user scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. And one last incredible partner that you know I love to talk about, Liquid IV. We talked earlier about focusing on our mental and emotional best selves. So let's now talk about making sure we're taking care of our physical selves too. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. And their hydration multiplier is the one thing you're missing in your daily routine. Trust me. Trust me. And just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning before a workout, when you feel run down after a long night out or on long flights, on flights, you guys, on flights. It's about as tough to nail down my favorite thing about Liquid IV as it is to narrow down my favorite flavor. The little single serving packets are really convenient. So I always have a couple in my purse or my backpack. And I just love the way I feel when I know I'm well hydrated as far as flavors go. Tropical Punch is awesome. And I'm pretty loyal to Acai Berry too. Okay, so I guess I'd say to you, Acai Berry on an airplane. That's my favorite. There it is. Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. To date, they have donated over 25 million servings in 50 plus countries, which I love. So grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code that sounds fun at checkout. That's 20% off anything and everything you order. When you shop better hydration today using the promo code that sounds fun at liquidiv.com. And now let's go back and finish up our conversation with the Pacquiams. Glenn, as you and I run at a different speed than your wife, <laughs> I have had partners in my life, both at work and in personal relationship, 
that do not run at my speed. Yes, yes. And it, teach me here, <laughs> master me here. Because what I often feel is true is that when one person has a speed and capacity yes. that is high, yes. the other person has a speed and capacity that is less than mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. The f- What I am experiencing is the fast person has to slow down, but a lot of times the slow person doesn't speed up at all. <laughs> there is not a compromise. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Okay, You're yes, not thank wrong. you. That's all I needed. What? I just needed you to release me from expectation. Wrong. You're not wrong. Thank and, you. And, but what I've... What, This will break the sort of car and speed analogy, but I think what I've learned to do is invest my energy in multiple buckets Uh so that I don't flood any one of them. Yeah. You know, so even the like, well, why why the book thing or why why isn't church? And I love the local church. My whole life is given to the local church. But if I were to put all of those gears, do you know what I mean? So so I think I got to have a little bit here and a little bit there. And some of that's just a way of saying... Uh, every I can come down to a seven or whatever, and, and that's the, that's a healthier speed for me anyway. But have a few different environments. But see, to if do I'm that, marrying you know? Enneagram nine, <laughs> I'm oh, living perfect. my life. No, <laughs> I tell you. Let me tell you, it's heaven. I know. Well, yes, I love being around them. They're my. I mean, one of my favorites. I. That is. That would be a great pairing. I know. But I think I would spend my life, which is probably a good use of my time, <laughs> spend my life feeling the pull to slow down without yeah. ever feeling the, um, let me try to pick up the pace. Yes, yes, But does yes. that happen? I mean, do you feel like there are times where you go, hey, I'll think about this faster because we have to make a decision? Absolutely. I mean, I right. think I love, yeah. I love that Glenn's a three. And I yeah. feel like he pulled, because I can go that direction yeah. in health. And I think he helps me to be more productive and yeah. to do more and most of the time I love that I know and a three and a seven like oh, yeah. nobody needs us well I'm sure those <laughs> partnerships weren't great the times I've been in close uh, dating or work relationships with someone with my, with a similar speed yeah. Yeah. we tend to bulldoze yes, okay. yes. and, yes. and yeah. it just isn't healthy for the yeah. people around us because we're like we're running so fast are y'all still y'all aren't it, you're not back there yeah. where is everybody <laughs> do you like when someone slows you down no, no you do not not like it no. at all. Okay. It, but it is such a good practice for my spirit. It's good. It's yeah. good. No, no, no. I, I yeah. probably would never have done retreats like this I if not know. for Holly. I mean, that's the thing. Once you told me three and nine, I was like, now I get it. <laughs> that she is has matured oh, you into. Oh, yes. 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 Every yes. The word people use for Holly all the time is, Holly, you're so intentional. People don't say that about yeah, me. Nope. They, they talk, anyway, you know. Yes. So it's great. Wow. Okay, man. That's why this is so helpful is for people who, well, let me ask you this, your older kids or all your kids, when do you involve kids in planning an intentional year? We really started when our kids are in high, were in high school, okay. talking with them, but not really handing them the retreat, but talking about these different concepts. Yeah. Um, really. I mean, they love the Did Enneagram. Did they get words of the year? They, We've talked to them about it. I'm not. It's, we haven't been like you need to do this every year. But yeah. yes, we've introduced yeah. them to the idea and asked them to to prayerfully, yeah. you know, ask the Lord about that. Light touch uh, versions of yes. it. Yes, yeah. And, sure. and if someone has kids that are little, I mean, what we would do on the retreat to in, kind of involve them in it is one section of the time away would be to write in a journal for them and yeah. to say, here's some of the things we see in you this year or yes. this upcoming year. So, yes. and then they get to read that as they get older and yeah. teenagers and that's all that. Kind. Yeah. Oh, that's kind. Yeah. Oh, that's really kind. Yeah. Okay, one thing we got to talk about that we haven't talked about is Durham University. Oh, yeah. Do you know how I feel about Durham, England? How I do had you feel the, about no, Durham, I had England. the most <laughs> insane experience with God at the Durham Cathedral of my whole wow. life. It's why my book, Remember yeah, God, has the pattern. Place. It's the best. The pattern on the cover of Remember God 
is uh, the Archbishop's robe no from the Durham way. Cathedral. That's the Annie. gold pattern. I've yeah. already, we've already been huge fans, All and right. now, now it's like I feel the and force. It's where Harry Potter was. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's no, yes, no doubt but, about it. So that's where you got your uh, my doctorate. doctorate. Yeah, and now I did it. Part- so y'all live there? No, no, no. no. I did it part time in distance. So I would go over a couple times a year, but it's all you know. I'm interested. It, Call me Durham Cathedral. Come on, come on, Durham University. It's, it's the British system, so it's all research driven. So I yeah. would go a couple times, and then basically it's I'm I'm skyping with my yeah. supervisors and research. But the coolest part, the whole thing family got to come for my graduation yeah. and the graduation was in Can the cathedral it was amazing the most That's, amazing graduation beautiful. I've ever seen yeah I'm gonna send y'all with a copy of Remember God not because you need to read it no, because no. just flip to the end just go to the spoiler that all happens on Epiphany in oh, Durham wow. Cathedral it's, it's the, truly one of my God's kindest moments of my whole life it was awesome I love that place it, it does have such a holiness to it evening prayer in there yes. morning prayer in there yes. and then during that trip for graduation we went up to Lindisfarne have you ever been up there Holy, no. Holy Island. No. So in Durham Cathedral, <laughs> in Durham Cathedral is Cuthbert's shrine, yes. right? That he, well, Cuthbert's um, monastery is up on Lindisfarne. It's this island. It's called Holy Island. Yeah. It's where Christianity came into England from these Celtic communities, uh, Iona communities, yeah. rather. Anyway, it, really cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. you don't have yeah. to anyway yeah. with yeah. us because yeah. you're. Yeah. I, well, I care. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great time. Anything UK. I used to live in Edinburgh, so oh, I have no. a lot of like. I got wow. some deep UK love, and I love soccer. So. Oh. I, oh. I am just British in my heart is Come what's actually on, true. Yeah. I'm British in my heart. Okay, so my last question about the intentional year is, is there a right way to do this? So and when someone buys this book, is there like, if you don't do it this way, you're going to miss? Is there like rules? I, I just want to pick up on a theme you mentioned, babe, about, about um, legalism. You know, I, I think it's easy to approach practices, any kind of practices, as sort of like, I have to do this in order to. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to do any of this in order to anything. God yeah. loves you. You're his favorite. You're his child. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think what this is, is this is an invitation to partner with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit wants to bring fruitfulness out of your life. And this is just making room, making space. And and we've tried to make it even easier by saying, again, pathway, practices, plan, um, so that you can walk through this together. And, and, And then related to that is... Our culture obsesses a lot about productivity. We live yeah. in Orange County now. Talk about the sort. There is kind of this hidden rat race thing. Yeah. Um, but fruitfulness in the Bible is different than productivity, right? Like, wow. like productivity is about getting stuff done. The intentional year is not about getting more done. Yes. It's a rebuke to me to yes. Enneagram yes. Three. It's about fruitfulness, and fruitfulness is not wow. about doing more. It's about becoming. It's about yeah. becoming um, who Christ has, has made you to be. The goal of fruitfulness versus productivity yeah. is really important to me. Literally two days ago, we did our like yes, no's for 2023, where mm. we, our whole team sat down and we said, what's the next year look like? Yes. And it was wow. all pruning. Wow. It was all pruning. Wow. And which is, as the boss, mm-hmm. which is scary financially mm-hmm. and scary as far as like, do we, how do we do less? Yeah. Mm. But I'm, but, but it's the words I didn't have. So you just said them, Glenn, is is what God has been saying to me is I need you to be fruitful next year. I don't need you to make a lot of things. I need you to be fruitful. And that's different. Yeah, productivity is doing more, making more. All it's the more, more, more. Uh, fruitfulness is bearing fruit, right? It's, yeah. it's it's about it's what we call the virtues. It's, yes. it's who we're becoming, yes. and sometimes that does involve doing less. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you guys, will you come back though? Yes. I mean, this yes. is like very fun and very <laughs> good. I, if we had guys. more time, we'd talk about the Holy Spirit. Yes. Oh because my God. why yes. not? I will ask you both. Talk about how what, how the Gospels matter to you as we're reading through the mm. Gospels every month of mm. 2023. 
Do they matter to you different yes, than the rest yes, of Scripture? Yes, or, or I think the Gospels are amazing because they shape our imagination of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's not just to learn about him, but it's to imagine what it looks like for his life to be played out in us and through us. Wow. I think about that Dallas Willard quote that spiritual, the goal of spiritual formation is, if Jesus was living your life, what would it look like? Oh, right? wow. And, and, and so the Gospels kind of give us an imagination for that. They show us Jesus at work. They show us Jesus eating. They show us Jesus at play. You know, they show us Jesus angry. You know, so we're not just trying to think about Jesus. We're trying to think like Jesus. Yeah. And that's what the Gospels help yeah. us do. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the things that has stuck out to me in maybe just Pre, the past couple years is just seeing as I've kind of tried to be more aware of my own emotions. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah, like what Glenn's saying so about healthy. Seeing, yeah, well, just, yeah, Trying, trying to get yeah. there, right? And really seeing the human side of him yeah. as well as what does that divine human intersection yeah. look like? But seeing when he, you know, when he's weeping, when he's angry, mm-hmm. when he's saying, is anybody, you know, going to come and pray with me? And mm-hmm. was pleased to the Father. And so yeah. I think for me, that's been really impactful and yeah really believing that he wants me to to really accept and be okay with all yeah. the emotions that I feel. Yeah. Fully yeah. human. That's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Fully human. How in the world was he both? Right. It's amazing, isn't it? And I think about, I think it was Lewis that said, uh, whenever we say the phrase, oh, I'm sorry, I'm only human, it's not quite right because we're actually all less than human. Oh, to wow. What truly, uh, what a full human being looks like d- by design is what Jesus was, you know? Yeah. And that's that full humanity that we're trying to live up to by God's yeah. grace, by the power of the Holy Spirit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Ooh, okay. See, that's what I would do. We may need to do a whole show on it before the year's over. Um, okay, the last question we always ask. I'm very excited to hear your answers. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Glenn, Holly, tell me what sounds fun to you. I love Broadway musicals. <gasps> do you? I do. Same, same. Yeah, and okay. I know you've had guests on, yes. Jenna Claire yes. and others who, yeah, so I, like, when we lived in De- near Denver, oh, I would yeah. have a couple times a year when mm. I would try to find a couple favorite shows. Yes. And they all kids. come to LA too. Yeah, so I know. Yes, we're so we're I'm, okay. I'm not yeah. going to be at a loss for those. <laughs> You're going to have great because you know a lot of times they it. fly in like big Amazing deal stars cast. for the LA yeah. sit downs. Yeah. So I, it's not you know, it's not something I frequently do, yeah. but I love it. So favorite much. show? Oh, Hamilton or Wicked. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Love them both. Yes. I want, I'm excited to see Six. It's coming to okay. Nashville. And I haven't seen MJ, but everybody's talking I, I big not about seen MJ. Either of those. Oh. Um, okay. For, for me, it's the beach. I mean, like, well I, I go guys, as I go, I go as often as I can. <laughs> yeah. like, sometimes I'll sneak out and just put the chair up on the sand and sit there for 30 minutes. And Newport? And go where back. do you go? Yeah, Newport. Yeah, that's the closest one to us. Man, so. those donuts, though, right there on Ooh. the beach. What's it called? I think it's uh, actually it's, called, like, well, Newport Beach Donuts. There is oh, okay. there's one there, but there's also sidecars. I know, I know that a yeah. person in my life sent me a text like, if you didn't sidecar. Oh. And I was like, well, I'm back in Nashville. What was I supposed to do? I didn't know. You can't Next know Next time you, you come, know. we'll get sidecar. Yes, our treat. we'll take yeah. you there. We'll take they you have there. Um, Huckleberry, I was told. Uh, they do have that. They do have that. That's yeah. not your favorite. Uh, it's not my favorite. No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but okay. yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so just sitting on the beach. Oh, yeah. Just listen to the waves. Walk yeah. down. Glenn has been very intentional about going to the beach since we've been there. Can you walk there from your house? No, I can't. Can't walk there, but it's like a five-minute drive. Yeah. So it's not far. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the wedding I got to go to 
was ooh, I'm going to say this wrong. Sisters of Mount Carmel uh, sure, sure. was maybe. the Catholic yeah. Church, okay. Oh, okay. and it is two blocks from the beach. Wow! And I was like, this priest, okay, <laughs> he's got it right. He's done it. He was very nice. You oh, should yeah. go meet him. He was so nice. I mean, look, if you're giving up lots of other things, you might as yes. well have a view. Yeah, you know? that's right. That's right. At least have a view. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly view. right. Oh, I love it. I, it's that's a beautiful place out there. Yes, I'm glad y'all are there. We're grateful. What a new adventure it is. y'all are on. And putting out a book the same year. That's uh, easy. Uh, yeah, right. just, that was Good not call. planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Just <laughs> releasing your first co-book. Right. And, yeah. Uh, but I can't wait for people to get their hands on this and um, get to know y'all. I hope our friends show up at your church and and are as supportive as, as you hope they will be. So thank y'all for joining us. Please come back. Thank you so much, Annie. Okay, Thanks, you've Annie. just got to come back. Thank Deal. Come back. Okay, good. Oh, you guys, don't you love them? I know. I know. Hey, be sure to grab your copy of The Intentional Year and follow them on social media so that you can tell them thanks for being on the show today. So, okay, we heard what sounds fun to Holly and Glenn, and this year we want to hear what sounds fun to you, to our listening friends from all over. So here's what sounds fun to one of our friends who is listening, just like you. Okay, Tana, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Hey, I'm Tana, and I'm from Brentwood, California, in Northern California, near San Francisco. And what sounds fun to me is taking the ferry to San Francisco from Vallejo on New Year's Eve with my two adult children. Oh, what are y'all going to go do? Well, we're going to go early in the day, and the ferry building there in San Francisco is having their farmer's market that day. So we're not really a family that stays up late and celebrates (laughs) at midnight, so we're going to do something early in the day. And I'm in a new season of life with adult children and finding things that I can do with them. Tana, that is a very good answer. I love a farmer's market. Well done. (laughs) I love it. So fun. Okay. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, literally all the places you may need me except TikTok. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. And I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me... Well, my friends and I are getting Mexican food for dinner, so I'm already anticipating the joy of chips and salsa. So that's what sounds fun to me today is seeing my friends and having Mexican food. So y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday observing Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday, celebrating his legacy, and catching up with my amazing friend, Tony Collier. We'll see y'all then. Have a great weekend.